he understands that he did something horrible and he feels horrible about it but he also you know he never like pressures lauren to forgive him he acknowledges that she needs time and space and that she's yeah can't deal with it and so he has to process his pain on his own he's yeah mature enough to realize that she owes him nothing and he feels very bad about what he did Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 59 of Purple Hyacinth. Painful proximity. And we are here with Wasi, Iris, and Bundin. Hi. Hello. All right. Very exciting. Exciting. This is, by the way, mm-hmm. one of my favorite, favorite episodes. It's I love, like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I, I love the emotional stuff that comes up. I love mm-hmm. when people are like, deal with it. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, this panel that I chose, which I'm already like revealing, it's my favorite panel, probably one of my favorite panels in the Ooh. whole comic. Oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the door is locked. <laughs> the situation has been set up. Lauren and Kieran are ghostly figures. They're looking at each other. They're in the storage closet. There's like plates and boxes and pallets and not much space, really. There's like barely any room for them to move. So definitely very forced proximity, as we said. <laughs> and... <laughs> Lauren tries to jiggle it. She says, you know, as she said last time, there's no lock on the side of the door. It can't even be picked. And Kieran has, you know, sat himself down on the pallet with some wine bottles behind him. He's like, the Carmine Camellia closes around 3 a.m. I'll kick the door open when there's no one around. <laughs> like, oh, 3 a.m. My first thought is like, oh, man, that would be so tiring. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and also just again, I mean, I, I love, as a reader, I love it. But imagining for them, just like the awkwardness of yeah. being trapped in that confined space when they haven't addressed really the the, mm-hmm. the issues between yeah. them and just having all this tension and having nowhere to escape from it and just sitting there for who knows how many hours just as again as a reader I love it it's delicious <laughs> but uh, if I were in their shoes man would I hate that <laughs> you know like they no longer have the distractions of like trying to listen to people and trying to dodge like the the workers or like other people who are around or god now they're they're alone Mm-hmm. They have nothing to occupy their attention, yeah, exactly. Other than the other person in the room, and it's it brews more of that tension. And exactly, exactly. Yeah, and we yeah, see all, more of it obviously as we read. For sure, yeah. All they can do is they have yeah. to wait, and they have to wait together. Unfortunately, because they're trapped there and they can't do anything about it, and there's nothing else going on. <laughs> it's the best. Yes. Oh, and so Lauren good. slides down and sits down also and she says I suppose that means we have to wait if we want to avoid more commotion which yes I definitely do mm-hmm. and she's like provided nobody needs something from the storage room before that <laughs> which is there even a space to hide like behind something it doesn't really <laughs> knock them out yeah yeah it's a little hard to tell so I don't think we see like a great view of like the full storage room but it doesn't look like there's anywhere to hide no it looks very small too yeah, yeah. Not to be a tablecloth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You just you know, hold up some wine bottles over the face, just to yeah. <laughs> blend in with the scenery. Like I am a mannequin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, she's taking off her, her mask at the same time. And Kieran does too. And he says, looks like our nighttime excursions are as chaotic as ever. Which again, like you said, he's bringing back the band. Yeah. Like R, you know, we're a union. Yeah. <laughs> I also just really like his face in that panel. I'm sorry. I just felt the need to say that. Oh, God. Yeah. He's a very handsome man. That feels like an um, understatement, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Lauren it was like, I'm sure it would have gone fine if I hadn't crossed paths with you. <laughs> would it? I don't know if one or two people would have made a difference. At the end of the day, they were still stuck. Someone would have been in the room. Right. Mm-hmm. Although I guess if, if I mean, we, we find out later, of course, that there's the issue with the bugs. But if Kieran hadn't shown up, presumably Lauren's bug would have kept, she could have stayed on the roof. Her bug yeah. would have kept working. So, right. yeah. And um, and he and she said, and you wouldn't have if my transmitter didn't die on me as soon as I arrived. <laughs> I gladly stayed on the rooftops. So he's like, you know, getting back. She's like, yeah, me too. Size, and then she's like, wait, <laughs> she's like, wait, what? And stands up. She's like, you planted a bug inside the room. And he's like, and he's, oh. like he's so calm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surveillance mission basics. <laughs> and she's like, oh, <laughs> so the signal interference. And then she's like, like, I like, love the, the empty speech bubble yeah. just to really signify what her, how she's just like. I thought it was a mistake at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so it looks, she's just like, yeah, why is there a speech bubble? But then it's like, oh, right, right. Because it's just, that's, a that's point. what her brain is doing. Yeah. <laughs> Is the like, oh my god, I can't believe it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And then and then she's like, this is like, <laughs> all over the place. The agony and the frustration and the anger. The anguish. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Best. And she's like, of course I'm not gonna <laughs> oh. Iconic panel. Absolutely, honestly. It's just, yeah, the like, you know, shaky, blurred lines. Yeah, it's so good. Just her her frustrated hands and her her face. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it. <laughs> I think Soph used this on her Instagram story. I think it was before this one got published. She mm-hmm. I think it was announcing like they hit a milestone in terms of either subscribers or likes on Purple Hyacinth. It's like, we hit this much K like things. <laughs> So like oh, we saw so us, we're like, what is she saying in the comic <laughs> for this? Oh, I love that. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah, that is. But I did screenshots of that floating around somewhere. Aww. Probably. That's so fun. I'll just look them up. And she throws her backpack on the floor and she's like, everything was going just fine. <laughs> I accidentally skipped stuff. Where am I? Oh. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> The transmission was crystal clear. <laughs> Stump until, and then she is like, she's demonstrating, oh. brandishing it in Kieran's yes. face until interference from your guys messed it up. <laughs> Kieran is just like, mm. <laughs> I love how throughout this, you know, Lauren is obviously very visibly pissed off and irritated, and Kieran is just like not picking up on any of that. He's just like, yeah, of course, I'm a bug. Like, yeah, yeah whatever. What do, you, what do you mean what's what's what do you yeah and he's just he's he's so so calm while Laura's just like absolutely losing it <laughs> oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah and he's like and that's why I had to get closer 
and he's like oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, same idea <laughs> and then you see that lovely panel of in yep literally the same thing <laughs> so the vindication i felt because i went as soon as they showed mm. like there were two and she put hers in one and yep. then the interference <sighs> i was like yeah yeah is in that other one and this is this is a comedy of errors this this could have been an email but obviously they're not talking right now like that whole thing it it was was so funny i was like it's gonna be this even though it's really it's gonna be this and then it was (laughs) and i was like yes the most minimal like easiest theory (laughs) ever but still you know it's yeah i mean like i said i was not really theorizing at all during this because since i was still behind i was just furiously scrolling that stuff as fast as i could um, yeah same but and then yeah in, in retrospect it seems maybe obvious but even if i hadn't been binging i don't know if at the time i would have necessarily thought of that because i'm i'm not great at theorizing so i feel like the fact that you correctly predicted it like who cares what seems obvious in retrospect it wasn't at the time so <laughs> still impressive that's awesome and um Kieran's like oh he's just got his face in his hands and with regret of Lawrence you know looking up at him and just resigned and she thinks to herself what kind of sick joke is this I can't believe I ended up in this situation I and then she thinks back to yes deranged totally out of control face that Mm -hmm. is like that's that's he lost it Mm -hmm. ah I guess yeah no, I, I really like the sort of, yeah, the way so sort of handles the trauma, how it hasn't bothered Lauren up until then because, you know, they've been busy with eavesdropping yeah. in the meeting and, and then, you know, trying to like run from the guards. And now they're forced to think about it again. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's now there's nothing to distract them. And now because nothing to distract them, Lauren, mm-hmm. there's nowhere to to hide from the trauma, and there's nothing to distract from the trauma. So yeah, yeah, her brain goes back to that, and it's just I think it's really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she thinks back to when he was choking her, and she's like, I can't, I can still feel his grip, and she she's gulping. Ah, that's so sad. Yeah, and she like touches her throat. You know, it's why I like. Yeah. Her. Oh, she's like, I can't stay here, and I can't leave. God damn it. And oh, she right. like shakes her head because she's like, okay, yeah. let it affect me. I'm going to like ignore it. And she's like, just stay away. And she looks at him with such hatred in her eyes. Her Ugh. eyes are so cold, which I mean, it's understandable because obviously she's still very angry at Kieran, especially right now. She's still processing her trauma and still, still mm-hmm. yeah, dealing with that and having just had a, a traumatic flashback. But yeah, the cold hatred in her eyes is actually at this point it's, it's some somewhat shocking it's just like whoa that's i don't know sort of un- unexpected i guess after you know season one building up their playful banter and then it's sort of just like well that's a that's a change <laughs> yeah yeah and you know she like goes steps away from karen trying to get as far away from him as possible and this is my favorite Karen yes. looks at her and then he, you know, he's just like a close up of his face. Oh, and it's yeah. so regretful. My heart. <laughs> I know, I was gonna say the same thing. My heart. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows exactly what she's feeling. And exactly. he's like, I 
have to face this and I have no excuse. It's all on me. I did something horrible to, and I'm pretty sure at this point he does care about her. So he's like, mm. I've done something horrible to someone I care about. Definitely. I proved that I am a monster in my head. Like all the self-loathing, all of, all of it. Yes. That, him, his face and then just turning away. So he's not, no face, mm. not a person. Oof, no, no it's longer so... human type yeah. vibes. Absolutely. No, and also oh. just the way Soph conveys emotion through eyes. I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, when Lor- Lauren's saying just stay away and her eyes look so cold and angry and so much hatred and then, yeah. you know, he's, two he's panels sad. later and you can yeah. see Very the grateful. pain and mm-hmm. regret in Kieran's eyes and it's just like, oh, <laughs> it's so good, but <laughs> Yeah. And to me, when he turns away, it's an acknowledgement that you know her anger is justified and that yeah. you know he probably would want to repair yeah. the relationship but she's not ready for that at this moment and, and he knows i have to respect her space her boundaries definitely. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like it's the acceptance of the guilt and of the mm-hmm. yeah did. it's you know it's like it's what's the word um i don't know i was gonna say specific words related <laughs> to like acceptance but like he accepted that burden on himself like knowing okay i did it and yeah yeah Which, definitely that i think that's also the difference between like kieran obviously we all know he's done very bad things but the key to not being a horrible person is being able to admit when you did something wrong and working to fix that definitely mm-hmm. no i think the the whole way the issue of 43 is handled in my opinion is is done very well because like yes it's a a horrible thing but Kieran doesn't shy away from that. He never tries yeah. to downplay it. He never tries to be like, oh, whatever, it's okay. Like, he clearly, he understands that he did something horrible and he feels horrible about it. But he also, you know, he never, like, you know, pressures Lauren to forgive him. He acknowledges that she needs yeah. time and space and that she's, yeah, can't deal with it. And so he has to process his pain on his own. He's, yeah, mature enough to realize that she owes him nothing and he feels very bad about what he did to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And now we have um, The Purple Hyacinth, uh, episode 59. And we, sorry, are Bless back to the story. Thanks. And, you know, it, it seems as though some time has passed. Um, we see mm-hmm. paintings and more palettes and papers on the floor. And they're just sitting there like really close to each other as far away that they can be but you know mm-hmm. um just both sitting and kieran still turned away you know he's definitely respecting her her wishes and not getting in her face yeah um and lauren's looking at him she still has a really upset look on her face and she thinks to herself don't be stupid lauren you have better things to do than panic and she like also looks away from him yeah. and yeah, so, you know, she's dealing with it. It's like, it's mm-hmm. hard for her to be there with him. Yeah, for sure. No, I think it's, yeah, I mean, I trying to put myself in her shoes, I think understandable. Obviously, you know, again, we we as readers can tell that Kieran feels really bad about it and understands that he made a horrible mistake and that Lauren yeah. is very justifiably hurt and angry with him. But yeah, Lauren isn't in a place where she's able to acknowledge that right now because she's processing her own trauma. And yeah, being trapped in such a small space with a man who quite recently physically hurt you 
is yeah understandably a, a hard thing to deal with <laughs> yeah but you know she's a very resilient person so instead of Definitely. sitting with you know with waiting in her like emotions she knows like okay i have to stop thinking about it and she takes her um notebook out and she thinks with all this i barely wrote anything down Fleming, and she starts you know doing her detective work which is um you know yeah i feel like she's keeping her mind busy mm-hmm. yeah yeah, definitely. yeah yeah she's finding a way of distracting herself yeah. from her trauma and well yeah but, you know. yeah eventually she has to ask kieran something and then yeah they have to talk <laughs> exactly but yeah i think at the moment she's thinking okay you know she says to herself you've got things to do than panic so to both distract herself and yeah. also you know stay on on task for for the mission just brings out the notebook to start jotting down the things she mm-hmm. overheard yeah also yeah. like she does want to like make sure she captures all of it and doesn't like forget any details so like recording it sooner than ra- rather than later is also probably smart but yeah it's mainly a, a way to like distract yourself from her current situation get her mind focused on other things and calm down yeah definitely yeah, yeah and has the added bonus of being helpful for the mission to write it all down when it's fresh so in that later it's not like oh what was that specific thing they mentioned <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and she says Fleming's mentioned February 14th as the date of their last delivery. There was one woman I hadn't heard about before, and she's smoking a cigar. So we all think about her cigar lady. <laughs> Dark hair, about 5'8 in her 40s. No name. They have an underground hideout to store their smuggled weapons specifically. And she seemed to be in charge of it. And she's writing this all down. And the nitroglycerin. And she thinks back to what he said, how the Allendale tragedy will look like a tiny sparkler compared to what's to come. This is so much worse than I anticipated. And, you know, she's writing things down and Kieran is clearly, he's kind of like yeah. peeking at her from the side of his eyes because mm-hmm. he's, his focus is on her. You know, he's really thinking about her and how she's been affected by him. And yeah, I, know I, I don't know if I get the impression that he's like focusing on her. I get, I oh. feel like he's looking down at the floor, oh. like he's not yeah. trying to acknowledge her in yeah, any especially- way. In the next panel, we can see that he's still looking away. And so I feel like, yeah. I, I'm sure his mind is on her and he's reflecting internally, but I feel like he's still, as he's reflecting in, internally and is, I'm sure thinking about her, he's also, of course, trying to respect her wishes for yeah. face and yeah, trying to avoid, of course, he can't yeah. physically yeah. move further away from her, but trying to at least look away to sort of mm-hmm. try and create more of an illusion, I guess, of, of distance. Yeah, trying to make her as comfortable as they can yeah. be in this exactly. situation. Like he's not really caring about his own thing. He's he's just making sure that he's making himself as small yeah. and as out of the way as possible. Definitely, definitely. And she's the first one to talk. Right. Yeah, which I th- I think makes sense. I think Kieran. Yeah. I think if he Lauren hadn't said anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I think since since Kieran, we yeah obviously again we've started this feels so bad for what happened and really wants to show yeah. that to lauren and wants to respect any sort of boundaries or space she needs i think it always would have had to be lauren speaking first because he never would have yeah no. he's he's learned now that you know the, the all the previous you know snark and banter has been dropped and he knows now that it's serious, it's serious. yeah and yeah he's he's gonna respect her space the best that he can and so yeah, I mean, she she has to be the one to reach out and actually say something to to break the, the silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she you know looks at him and then hesitantly says, "Do do you have any idea who that black haired woman could be?" And he looks at her and that look that he gives her it's like it's so it's very guarded mm-hmm. and you know like yeah. oh, oh, you're and he's surprised too. I think yeah. that she's 
talking to him. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, yeah, again, well, yeah, guarded and surprised. And I think yeah. just sort of hesitant. He, to me, he looks like Cautious. he's not totally sure how to interact with her because, yeah, yeah since she's she's been justifiably angry at him and has you know, told him, just stay away from me. And yeah, now he doesn't really know exactly with their relationship as it stands how to interact with her and how to communicate with her in a way which avoids yeah. triggering her further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and he says, no, I've never seen her before and her name wasn't on the list. Might take a while to find her. And he's he's still not looking at her. And mm-hmm. he says, the man with a scarred face should be easier to track, although I've never seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren's face is like, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She looks a little, a little annoyed at having to, like, guess, like, keep, keep talking to him. But obviously, uh, I mean, so much of their partnership from the start, and also from from now after forty three, is you know, the sense of the mission is more important than whatever yeah. individual angry feelings they have towards each other. Yeah. You know what? What else? That look of that she's giving him, where she's kind of like, could be is because she, he's not lying about not knowing anything about them and i think it's annoying her that he's like well one that he doesn't know them um, but also that he's being sincere with her it's mm-hmm. kind of like because she really doesn't want to like take him for his word but she knows that his word is correct yeah. right now right oh yeah absolutely and then also she's like again like you guys said having to keep talking to him to get like more information or like sharing things because it's obvious that like they work better together they have more yeah. of a chance of getting to know what's going on together and all that so she's kind of like annoyed that she has to keep yeah, and she needs him for information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely and they just learned the hard way that if they're <laughs> <laughs> if they don't communicate they'll probably have similar ideas and just get in each other's way exactly yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think also maybe the fact that, you know, it's Tim's sake, like she's remembering her her failure with him right. and what happened yeah, afterwards. Yeah, it was not pleasant for her. But she doesn't tell him all that. She just tells him <laughs> he's the associate they were waiting for from overseas. What about the hideout? Any ideas? And she's a little uncomfortable, like she's touching her neck, you know, she's kind of fidgeting. Mm-hmm. And he says, I was already trying to find where they were hiding the weapons, but no progress on that yet. And Lauren's like, we haven't made much progress at all. We've got no idea who the seventh apostle is. No way to get the leader. And tonight we only learned that they're planning to put our Hollis to fire and blood. Oh, so depressing. Yeah, she's she's struggling. <laughs> I mean, obviously, of course, I feel like Lauren is dealing with multiple trauma. Obviously, the trauma yeah. from what Kieran did in 43. And then also the reference to the Allendale tragedy and how that will be you know, nothing compared to what's to come. And it's just the, the poor girl is dealing with a lot. <laughs> Yeah. And she says the others all believe they were stirring a civil revolution, but with all the nitroglycerin. And she's like worried, but Kieran cuts her off, which is like <sighs> he tried to reassure her and comfort yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like, we know we have until February 14th. The apostle doesn't want to unleash the apocalypse upon us before that. That still gives us two months to defuse the bomb. Which is a little mm. ironic, but okay. Right. But I think also what what gets to me is the way he's trying to reassure her. And you know, keep her from spiraling into panic, but he's still not looking at her. He's yeah, he's still, still not facing her. Yeah, he's he's still like obviously he cares about her and he's he's wanting to reassure her with like, you know, like, oh, we have until February 14th, you know, we have two months. So you know, yeah. basically implying, you know, like don't like panic right now, we can figure this out, but also recognizing 
yeah, his his role in her trauma and still trying to respect her wishes and still looking away from her. And it's just like, I don't know. It just it it makes me a little emotional. Like, oh, Kieran, he's 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 trying hard. <laughs> yeah, it he's in just kind of like a rough mm-hmm. position where it's like he's the one who really needs to prove himself again to be trustworthy and worthy of her like you know yeah. you know again, her trust her her respect um and he he wants to again like you said he wants to reassure her that like they can like they can still fix this while mm-hmm. also trying to make sure that he's not overstepping on her face yeah. making her feel uncomfortable he's trying to be as like as least intrusive as possible yeah. Yeah. definitely definitely yeah like you said mm-hmm. earlier trying to make himself as small as possible mm-hmm. yeah he's doing the right things you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and she thinks to herself it's allendale tragedy all over again i one of the few who know a terrorist attack is about to go off and she's like sinking her head into her hands she's really emotional and yet i'm still completely in the dark two months i suppose it's better than one hour but nothing's, which is, I think she's thinking back, right, to when she heard that. Yeah, to when she heard the lies. Yeah, yeah, and of course, obviously, we know she has a lot of guilt about that, thinking that she should have done something since she heard the lies, even though, obviously, she was a kid and didn't know what was going on. She just heard slightly suspicious lies, but yeah, definitely, she's struggling a lot with trauma and also, I imagine, yeah, survivor's guilt. guilt. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, And she thinks but nothing preventing them from moving up the date so many people died and she's thinking back to you know the images of the Mm -hmm. uh, fire and her running and you know she thinks how many more people will that will if i don't make it on time and you know dylan's hat yeah oh dylan oh poor girl yeah she's she's going through a rough time (laughs) Uh, and the way then kieran after so long of not looking at her, yeah. he glances over at her briefly because he can tell that she's struggling, and then immediately looks away again because he probably it feels like you know he doesn't have any right to reassure her. He's part. I mean, right now she's largely be struggling with trauma for a different thing, but he's still a part of her trauma. And yeah, just the the concern, the brief glance over, but then sort of like the no, you know, I've I've lost the right to like comfort her yeah. and just uh, <laughs> yeah. I know it's per- I think this episode is perfect it's just so well done it's definitely one of the best episodes yeah it gets it has a little bit of the light-hearted bits at the top but then it really gets into like the emotional character beats and like mm-hmm. it it's progressing the plot while also progressing the character interactions we we learn more about like their relationship how Kieran feels how Lauren feels and it's it's uh, it's also well done he and he his apology I would say is the best apology he yeah. could have possibly done definitely I yes definitely to- fully agree mm-hmm. <sighs> and then you know he opens his mouth and he he wants to say something and then he closes it again because he has a very hard time you know like you said thinking that he even has the right to say something but mm-hmm. he knows he has to and he says look I this might not be the best moment but and Lauren's looking up at him and she has like so much despair in her eyes like she has this look of someone who's given up or at least we know she doesn't give up but right now mm-hmm. she's feeling despondent yeah of course feeling like it's yeah, her yeah. she does eyes. amazing the, the, the strands of hair falling on her face like 
I wish when I was feeling despondent, I looked so like artfully put together with like, you know, just a few strands falling in my face in like just the right way. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful panel. <laughs> yeah, th this panel is, there's a, a similar panel that's like maybe a bit later in like a few more panels where it's like her expression shifts slightly. I love both of these. I love how her eyes look, the expression, like two different expressions on her face, all of it. These are two of my favorite panels of this episode whether or not i'll pick them i've yet to determine <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good ones to choose between <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and Turin, you know he he stopped speaking for a moment because it's hard for him too you know it's hard for him to to say things that are serious and to to address a topic that's painful for them mm -hmm. and you know you see like the bitter set of his lips it's just perfect and mm -hmm. he says i know our deal is off and the last thing you'd want to do is speak with me and we cut, we get an image of like the window because you get the sense that like they're not looking at each other. At least she's right. not her. Yeah. You know, they're avoiding eye contact. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, I think it's also interesting how with all of these, these panels of Kieran speaking, you don't see his eyes at all. You just see, you know, like nose down. It's, it's focusing on what he's saying. And you did, yeah, it feels again, sort of like he's, somewhat trying to to hide himself from Lauren so you know respect her her need for for space from him mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <sighs> and he says I also know that you're probably scared for your coworkers and your friends I wanted to tell you I will not get involved with them outside the office nor put them in any danger not even if I'm ordered to oh that's <laughs> the best thing he could have said honestly I just yeah, this is the first thing he says. He doesn't talk about himself, but about her friends. And yeah, it means so no, much more I, than I like, think... I'm sorry. Yes, definitely. No, I think like when it says, I think it really is like the best apology he could have given because he's he's not trying to put her in a situation where she feels like obligated yeah. to forgive him. It's not in any way like, oh, like, you know, I'm I'm sorry if like, what I did, like, you know, I was like traumatized. I didn't let my own problems. It's nothing about yeah. that because he knows that it's not appropriate to bring that up. It's just reassuring her, like, I swear I will, you know, for and he knows that she can tell he's being sincere since she can detect lies. I will <laughs> not hurt any of your friends or coworkers. Like, you don't, have, at least don't worry about that. Like, you have a lot on your plate. Yeah. That should not be one of the things you're worrying about because I give you my word and you can tell him tell the truth that I will not hurt them even if I'm ordered to. Yeah. That's, it's like a practical action that he's doing. You know, he's really offering something substantive. Yeah, which I think is is what Lauren needs. And I think he, yeah, is able to recognize that, which is why it's such a such a good apology because it's genuine and substantial rather than just empty words. Yeah. And he says, there's a lot at stake right now, but at least, and there, you you know, you see like this panel where now you see the distance between them, right? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's depressing. He's at least... Don't worry about that. Oh no! And I that look that she gives him now, like you said, Bundan is the same but different. It's mm -hmm. like like hopeful. It's like seeing. Yeah. Him. It's looking at him. It's like you do this for me. Like you like care. Surprised and hopeful at the same time. I don't know if I would describe it as hopeful. Personally, I would just be like she's like shocked and she's just kind of like taken yeah. aback by what he's saying in that moment. And again, she knows that he's being sincere about all of this, and she was. I don't think she was expecting it from him um because again now that after everything's happened he's sort of been built up in her mind as like being a lot more like he's he's not good he's worse than he is even though she does know him on some level at this point that that's not the case but 
you know, her knee-jerk reaction is to believe that, like, you know, he's not, we're done, like, it's, like, he just, it's, there's no, nothing there anymore, but he's just being, like, listen, uh, I'm not gonna put people you love in danger, I'm, I will mm-hmm. not, even if I'm ordered to, she knows how much he has to respect his orders, so, like, she knows yes. that's a big deal. Definitely, yeah. No, absolutely, and there, there's a lot of emotion in, in that, that gaze instead of just the yeah I think also probably like letting letting Karen's words sink in since again she can tell he's being genuine and she knows like you said how much he needs to follow his orders and realizing the sincerity of what he's saying and also just like how big that is mm-hmm. yeah now he's finally looking up and meeting her gaze and you know it's like we we get only his eyes which mm-hmm. is, is you know it focuses us and it also just shows us like he's still hesitant to look at her and but he's finally like okay she's she's connecting with me <sighs> and now he looks away and he says i thought about what happened the prison tower oh and then he, he looks down and he has such a bitter bitter side of his lips he's like you were right he's you know gripping his hands like yes tension he says i was the one who broke our agreement and your anger was justified the way I reacted wasn't. Wow. Yeah, just yeah. It's honestly, so Kieran White giving us a lesson in how to apologize properly. Like he's not putting any pressure on her. He literally says, "I don't expect you to forgive me." He's not doing this because he wants or expects forgiveness. He's just genuinely acknowledging that he yeah. messed up, and he knows that. And he understands that she's angry and he expects nothing from her. It's just like, it's so good. The accountability. Yes, yes, yeah. the accountability. He's he's not even going to say, like, you know, I'm I'm sorry directly. Because it's just, it's, he doesn't need to. It's like, you know, it's, it's I'm, I'm sorry feels sort of like a understatement for, for what he did. Instead of just saying, yes, you were right. The way I reacted was not justified. Mm-hmm. It's just again yes the accountability we love to see it mm-hmm. great master lesson in how to properly apologize amazing and you know like you said he says i don't expect you to forgive me and lauren's kind of like perking up and listening you know she's mm-hmm. she's caught by what he's yeah. saying and he says nor am i asking you to i just want you to know that i will not cause you more harm than i already did <laughs> acknowledging oh. that he's done her yeah. wrong yes it's uh, it's so good him honestly him. just the, the angsty hurt comfort his accountability his acknowledgement without like hiding behind excuses or anything just straight up acknowledging that he knows he hurt her and he is not expecting anything from her he just needs her to know that he's not gonna hurt yeah. her further mm-hmm. and she good can tell shit. how sincere he's being that's just it's so good it's good shit it's so good. It's just, I, I feel like I, I do that too much, but this episode deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's the exact reaction you should have. And I, I will say, I did notice that he didn't specify what he did. He just says his reaction because mm. I think it's too painful for him to to admit verbally, yeah. like, I choked you. I became the monster that right. he said I wonder. I, I was. Yeah, I feel like I wonder if it's part, part, partly that, partly sort of his struggling to admit it to himself. I wonder if also it's again out of consideration for Lauren's feelings yeah, and not wanting so. to re-trigger her. Yeah, yeah, a mix of both. Because also, 
you know, it's it's clear from context what he means and sort of directly saying, like, oh, about the time I choked you might kind of <laughs> be like, whoa, like in, insensitive and potentially, yeah, sort of trigger her more. And so I think it's it's a, a tactful way of mm-hmm. broaching the subject in a way which doesn't trigger either of them, or at least. Yeah, and he's also them. he's also mentioning your anger. He's not mentioning the exact words she said to him. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, also, I think it's, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just wasn't say yes. I think a, a tactful way of broaching the subject. You know, mm-hmm. I think um, his approach with that also is like he doesn't need to like get into like what it, like they know what it is like. Yeah. There's no need to yeah. to get back into it because again, like consideration for Lauren. But yeah, he don't need to get into too many details like to cause her any more like mental distress. Keeping it mm-hmm. vague because you know exactly what he's talking about. He doesn't need to say, say it. For sure, yeah. They're both well aware of, of what mm-hmm. specifically yeah. they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So Kieran looks back at her and says, I sincerely mean it. And he has this very, like, vulnerable look on him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ugh. Yeah, and now he's facing her. He wasn't it's... facing her before, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah. You're right, yeah. He was looking looking away from yeah. her when he was saying... I was the one who broke our agreement. Your anger was justified. The way I reacted wasn't. And then he looks back at her when he says, yeah, I sincerely mean it. So just, I guess, to like, like hammer home his words and make sure she genuinely understands like, yes, you, you, I know. And you know that I'm being completely sincere right now. Yeah. Yeah, He said, you know, there wasn't a single lie in there. And I hope you can hold on to that about your friend's safety at the precinct if nothing else and it's just so beautiful it really is it's just yeah the the emotions the accountability the angst on both sides the the hurt comfort aspect it's just uh, it's so good so good so good emotional porn for us i just want exactly i want to like inhale it i'm like yes more of this (laughs) that's so good like one of the like the like it, like in terms of like apologies that I've seen in my media, one of my favorites, I would say it it's, mm-hmm. it does all of the things that you should do in an apology. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like he knows that that's all he can do right now exactly. to give her like, like even if it's like just about the thing with about her friends, if nothing else, like rest assured, I will not do anything to them. And then throwing in that last stuff just to like be like I'm I'm being sincere about this you don't have to like take that i don't expect anything from you yeah at least just hold on to this and i'm just exactly yeah absolutely (laughs) no and again the way he focuses not on you know i hope someday you can forgive me or anything like that just i hope yeah you know hold on to the fact that you don't have to worry about your friend's safety like if if nothing else just don't worry about me hurting your friends because i swear to you I will not hurt them, and that is not something you should be worrying about. And mm. so, yeah, it's just, it's great the way he, yeah, apologizes by taking accountability and sort of offering her a real source of comfort without expecting anything in return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's, yeah, doing what he should be. And Lauren kind of takes a moment to take it in. She's looking away, and, you know, you see her reflecting, like she's she's thoughtful, she's pursing her lips a little bit, and she's watching Kieran and, you know, she sees that he's, you know, the fact that like, again, he's kind of shadowed again, he's in the dark, you know, he's in a dark place mentally. Mm-hmm. He knows yeah. living with his guilt. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's so, 
uh, and the way Lauren's looking over at him, then turns away, and just you know, her her own eyes are like downcast, and it's just the the subtle emotions and the way again the way Soph draws eyes. I think just yeah. it's so good. The eyes are so glowy in this episode as well. They, they yes. pop so much, which I think is it. Because most of this episode, the the color palette is a lot of like darker, muted, like yeah, her hair. Her hair is red, but it looks so like dark. And yes, their, their eyes remain so bright. And oh, I think that's so a great cool. point because yeah, yeah. Obviously, of course, it's it's nighttime, and yeah, it works so well to have these sort of dark muted colors. Yeah, her hair looks you know very dark red, sort of almost even like a reddish brown. It's so dark, and yeah, just having the eyes glow, it just it stands out so much. I think it's 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 both like aesthetically beautiful. And I think also it's just really great for conveying the emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she doesn't respond. You know, we, we kind of cut to the next scene and she's, you know, she's still thinking about it. Like she's letting it sink in. She's yes, not immediately. Yeah. She's taking her time. She's not sure if she's ready yet to address it and to respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kieran doesn't yeah. have time to think about it. Yeah, which is good, you know, she's, you know, she's not being pressured into it either, which is great. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, we have some space, and we then see, it looks like some time has passed, and we see, hold on, what if I get to it? Here. (laughs) Um, Above the Carmine Camellia, and, you know, it's now 3 a.m., and boom, we have clack, Kieran kicks open the door, and, or someone kicks open the door, and they, you know, peer around the hallway um, and they head off in separate directions. And she's like, I'm off. And he says, me too. Good night. And so I'm like, are they going to retrieve the bug the devices from the closets? I don't think they need to. That's like they can be really traced back to them. Like, right. And also, I assume that they'll probably die after a bit because they probably have tiny little batteries in them. Yeah. So like, right. Probably. That's a good point. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't want anyone to like to know that they've been spying, but whatever. I Let's guess that's it. true. But we can always yeah. go back and like fix it at some point. <laughs> yeah, and they're heading off, and you see like Kieran's face, and he's again like the guilt and the anguish is just mm. written all mm-hmm. over. Yeah, uh, and again the glowy eyes from both of them. It's just it's it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and you know they it, said it like the Mm. Like they didn't ignore each other completely, but they did say the beer bed mom. She's like, see you. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Say, see you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh. off. And um now we see the sky outside. And now we're back at Lauren's house. And it looks like she's uh not she not she's not on the porch, sorry. We have Tristan um on the porch in her room. And you know, we have like our lovely murder board and boxes and papers mm. all over and we see dylan oh, little baby dylan yeah hunting yeah, out from there he's clearly you know still obsessed you know his hat is there and we see the picture of uh you know tim sake and the driver and uh you know why 59 agn i always say that i'll remember memorize that license plate but i don't <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> And it's like, you know, November 13th, 17th, November 26th, terrible car accident, um, Snapdragon, the brochure. And he looks, thinks, and he's looking at all this. And this is the first time that we know that he's now aware that is, mm-hmm. 
investigating this and he thinks to himself what is your angle lord and that is the end and this is yes. a moment because now we know like he's not just the an uncle who's naive and ignorant he knows I remember right. when I was reading for the first time I was really suspicious of Tristan I was like same are you the leader <laughs> no I was also thinking I was like I I I doubted that so much I was like whoa Tristan yeah what's, what's really going scary. on like is and especially if like the way he's drawn this panel with like you can yeah. see one of his eyes but you know the, for the other one the, the glasses lens is like opaque mm-hmm. and, and covers it and I was like whoa like I was I wasn't sure to take this it's like are we supposed to think that he's a bad guy is he just is he just concerned for Lauren's safety I don't know what's Mm -hmm. what's going on (laughs) it's really fun reading these now like reading this now knowing what we know on a certain level because it's it's like okay spoilers um I'm not gonna get too into it but it's kind of like he knows like about more about what she's investigating than she knows she does and then he also begins to obviously suspect her involvement with Loon and all that and I, I appreciate that like, they planted the seeds. It's like when you reread it, it's like, ah, oh, so like there's definitely precedent for him reacting in certain ways later down the line. Definitely. No, I yeah. often, when I reread Purple Hyacinth, I haven't done that much rereading yet, but when, when I do, I'm always, I'm often struck by how well it's sort of planned out and how things yeah. which seem either you know things like this where like oh what's going on or things which seem inconsequential later on the line like oh wait a minute you know you reread you're like oh actually they hinted at this you know way way back then that's it's always really cool seeing that Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think that also a reason that that it tripped us Mm -hmm. up was that he's not discussing his knowledge with lauren lauren's not hiding her investigation in that sense like she's had her murder board is up there but there's obviously information there that really would not she wouldn't have access to unless she was doing some serious digging so the fact that he's not addressing this with her was very concerning for us we're like why is he not discussing this Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but one other thing i want to mention before we go is that like the music in this episode is also really good Mm -hmm. um yeah like i muted it but i heard the song i was like oh it's this song yes Uh, honestly all the music is beautiful i mean my my personal favorite is always from the start and like a little bit obsessed with that piece to the point where i'm like i'm trying to learn on piano i'm trying to learn on viola it's like my number one most played song on spotify but honestly the entire purple House, purple hyacinth soundtrack is just so beautiful yeah mm-hmm. it really is that's oh, so much Poof is the, so talented oh yeah. my god like the drawing the writing the music um and it was also asked like the i i first thought f was like you know just the writer of course that's impressive too um, but then when after you know, so posted well. the little like like comics yeah. or doodles on Instagram, on Instagram like, what do you mean you're also a really talented artist? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Pretty, pretty oh God, the the speaking of F and Soap, the the little little comment at the end is like seven minutes in heaven, PH edition. <laughs> Wait, am I? What's seven minutes in heaven? I really it's, it's a game that pe- like teenagers would play where it's like you put two like teenagers in a closet oh, and they could like do whatever for like seven oh, minutes. Yeah. That's usually like. Yes, yeah. or like whatever. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's never played it myself. Me either. I mean, also a I lot was, of teen movies. Yeah, yeah, same. I've always partly wondered. I mean, I was like a very like shy teenager, so mm-hmm. I was never into like partying except for like like parties with my friends where we would just like hang around and like talk and play board games. But yeah, I always wondered like 
am I just not in that like type of scene or is it something which only happens in teen movies because I don't know anyone in real life who's ever actually done that <laughs> yeah I, did, I grew up very religious so we had definitely you know <laughs> schools didn't talk to guys so yeah the, right, no right. feminist and no closet for sure oh, no. <laughs> yeah well okay uh favorite panel Kieran's mm. art I'm gonna go with the two Lauren panels where she's like looking and then she like, gets all like shocked um mm -hmm. let me pull up the second one because I really like the second one um, yeah yeah this this mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. I would I'm, I'm also gonna cheat and include a third one because I need to include a Kieran one I just really like this one where he's like yeah I was gonna pick that one where he's facing her yeah mm -hmm. I love that Again, I feel like the look of just like vulnerability and just being trying to be as open and honest as possible and like the regret. It's all it's mm -hmm. all multiple emotions here that's conveyed really well. Yeah. They both look absolutely. so good in this episode too. So. Honestly, they're they're I mean they're they're both incredibly beautiful human beings. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for my third panel, it's technically two, but I think I I chose um the the no, one yeah, right before Kieran apologizes, just the the mix of the way he looks over at her and then looks back again before he starts to apologize. I just think there's nothing is being said, but there's vo volumes spoken in just his expression there. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, my favorite panel is this one. As <laughs> it's a good one. It's uh, a and... solid one. There's a lot to we're spoiled for choice in this in yeah. this episode. Yes, yeah. honestly, rereading it because it's been a while since I I've, I've read it at least twice, maybe three times, but it's been a while since I last read it, and mm -hmm. so I was just reading it to remind myself just how good this episode is. <laughs> ah, it's definitely one of my favorite ones as well. Um, I have my like little groups of favorite ones in my mind. I should really like do a list in my brain. Maybe that's something I could do where I could like rank like mm -hmm. some of my like favorite episodes. Or, oh like, yeah, say them. But yeah, oh, no, God. definitely same. There's, I feel like there's some really obvious ones, like especially sort of like mid mid season three. We've gotten some yeah. really great Loki episodes. Thirty six. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's my absolute favorite episode. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. One, both one thirty five and one thirty six is really good. Yeah, and of course, yeah. one one twenty five is really and good. And one forty two. One forty two is amazing. One forty two. Um, and so, but I, yeah, as much as much as I love those recent ones, I absolutely love them. I feel like, yeah, lately, I feel like I should really, like, yeah, go back and reread more and remind myself. Mm -hmm. There's some really, of course, all of it is good, but there's some really good ones yeah, earlier like on that sometimes forget about. Uh, mm -hmm. The ones where they're in Kieran's apartment for the first time chemically altered my brain. Oh my god, so them. valid. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so valid. And the way when, like, Kieran is like looming over her on the table to like like fix like to stitch her up i was just yeah. like oh <laughs> no. okay okay i mentioned <laughs> this before but, but baby bundan back in 2012 was in another <laughs> fandom and there was a fan fiction that baby bundan loved that baby bundan. <laughs> baby bundan and it was a cop a girl cop and a guy who's a gangster and oh, no. they meet oh. in the they meet in when he's like just in jail for the night and she's kind of like into him but and like they kind of flirt a bit but it's like no there's a gunfight she gets shot in the shoulder and he like picks her up and takes her to his apartment and stitches up her arm <laughs> so oh. imagine imagine older bundan at the <laughs> beginning of 2020 reading this i threw my phone across the bed i was like no <laughs> no 
they are. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I That's love good. that. That is that is great. I mean, it's honestly. I want, okay, I want to make a clip out of just that London even though we're like past that episode I'm just going to separate yes, that do it. <laughs> honestly cl- I, do, clip whatever you want Mindy we have a lot of great clips yeah. in here whatever you want uh, but no that is really so good just mm-hmm. yeah Char- character A getting injured and character B either like losing their shit or you know like helping patch them up I mean you know spoilers again but a uh, factory arc <laughs> that certain moment uh, I, I, yeah. I I spe- I don't think I literally oh. threw my phone I like put my phone down was just like mm. 112 <laughs> oh yeah 112 112 oh. is one of my favorite ones yeah. all my homies love 112 it's so good there's just oh. there's so many good moments we are truly blessed with choice when it comes to this this webtoon <laughs> god i need to reread more of it too you know i might Same. is that gonna be my project to like try and keep me up so i don't pass out at a bad hour maybe we should do like an episode just screaming about lucky moments <laughs> oh absolutely i would yeah <laughs> i i can scream about lucky all day every day <laughs> Oh, yeah. It ain't much, but it's honest work. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. If if only I could get paid for screaming about Lockie, that would just be like, <laughs> what a great, what a great career that would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'd be so rich because I can do it well <laughs> and often. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I, I'm very happy, like you know, we got to get back into the pH. Like, oh, yes. beautiful episode, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. so and yeah thank you so so much it's a lot of fun thank you for thank having you for us having yes, yes definitely pleasure. i will see you all later Bye. 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 Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy Tacos, Ian, Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Esther, Amwatiki People, Emily, Jean, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Saranda, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Gastaldo, Emma, Pora, Ruby, and Natasha. Your support is truly appreciated. 